What's going on, Love Quest Nation? Thank you for tuning in to the Love Quest Podcast. Get your Bibles ready, get your notebook, get your coffee, get some water, whatever you need to do, and get ready to receive. The time is right now. Let's go! All right, all right, all right. All right. Um, so last night was really good. This morning at Horizon, if it's anyone here from Horizon Church, we welcome you. Thank you for having us. Horizon, anybody come with us this morning at Horizon? Powerful. Powerful. Um, so what I'm going to do is I am going to try and build the bridge between people that was here yesterday and people that wasn't. So we could as quickly as possible get on the same page so then we could also go forward on the same page, okay? Um, last night we talked a little bit about, um, about we're not just looking to be delivered from something. We are looking to be, del- be delivered to something. And our focus can't just be on what we need to get delivered from. It also needs to be focused on what we are going to be delivered to. Say delivered to. What I do want to tell um, people in here is you can't hide because God sees it all. Right? You cannot hang around righteous people while you do your thing. You do your sex thing. You do your drugs thing. You do your alcohol thing. Um, But God sees you. He's everywhere. God knows you're addicted to women. He knows you need the attention from men. He He knows all that. So you're not hiding, right? What we are here to do as a church is to facilitate a space for you to return to God and get in alignment with what he has had planned for you before you was formed in your mother's womb. And then you can be delivered too. There is nothing you've done so bad that God cannot forgive you. You're not so foul that you can't enter his presence. Let me put it this way. If you were just the nastiest thing in the world, you're going to get in because I got access. So you're going to get in with me tonight. Right? You're going to get in. If you don't have no faith, you're going to get in on my faith. Anybody got some faith to spare? Right? Right? So so I I got some friend passes into the throne room tonight. You just got to be willing to go. Just like you want to get VIP, you want to get the discount from your friend that work at a restaurant, you want to get into the club that your friend a bouncer to, let me get you into the greatest place that you could ever get into. That's a place of peace, a place of freedom, a place where there's no confusion. There's a place of wholeness, and there's a place of confidence, not insecurity. You understand what I'm saying, right? You can keep your swag, but you also can be confident in something greater than you, right? My confidence is not found in how many women that I can sleep with, how many women calling me, how much swag I got in my fashion class. That don't make me nothing. My abs, my pecs, my necks, my, you know, some folks got necks. Amen. We're going to deliver from a couple necks tonight, too. All I'm trying to tell you is that you came in free in Jesus. I'm just trying to get you to walk in freedom from a place of revelation. And tonight, whatever you lay down, it doesn't mean it's not going to get up and knock on your door tonight. 
when you, whatever you lay down, understand you're going to walk away empowered to keep it outside now. Tonight, we're going to evict a few things. We're going to evict some mindsets. Right now, here, here you go. Here you go. If you want to stay a whoremonger, stay one. If you want to stay addicted, stay addicted. If you want to keep masturbating, guess what? More power to you, brother. And sister in. Because both men and women do it. Okay? Whatever you want to do, tonight is a waste of time if you don't want to be free. If you don't want to be better. Right? You want to keep an angry spirit? You want to keep uh, 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 bad-mouthing people? You want to stay insecure? You want to stay negative? You want to keep depending on the world system to make it? Then guess what? I'm telling you what thus says the Lord. Go right ahead. Because God is so confident in his love for you that he knows you'll come running one day. Prodigal son, the father said, you sure you want to keep doing it? Cool, go right ahead. And then the prodigal son came to himself and the Lord was right there. His father was right there. So let me tell you, if you want to stay doing you, go ahead. God will always be there when you're ready. But you don't got to come back limping. You hear me? You don't got to come back limping. That's for next week's footage. You tonight, you don't have to come back limping. You don't have to come to Jesus on a gurney. You don't have to wait till you get a, a disease before you saw you. Jesus, I'm right here. I remember making that decision. I'm like, nah, I'm going to play. I'm not going to play. I want to come to Jesus healthy. I want to come to Jesus when he called in my name. Right? You know what I'm saying? Like, like, don't choose to be the one like the prodigal son who lost everything. Searched all over, couldn't find nothing, but he ran through women. He spent all his money. He invested in things that failed. And he was rehearsing. I'm going to say this to my dad. Let me tell you, you can't win Jesus back. He's, he, he, you've never lost Jesus. You've lost you. And you're still trying to find you. And the Bible says if you keep trying to find you, you'll never find you. But if you seek for me, you'll find you and me in the same place. The best version of you is in God. Right? And you might be new age and you might be serving other gods. But let me tell you, that's a God. But he is the Lord of lords. He is the king of kings. I don't know about you, but I want the one. Right? I say, I'm not settling no more. All right. I got a few words to give, put us on the same page, and then we're going to go for it. We're going to go for it. But I, I, got a, I got a little twist for tonight, and I'm going to get to it in a second. I'm going to blow some people's mind who came here thinking they was about to get a show. You know, there are some people that, that, that show up when you're like, oh, it's going to, let me tell you something. You don't put revival on a flyer. God's moving without flood the valley. Don't think that God's moving at flood the valley. That's a shame when we just set aside a worship night and then you show up because you heard about deliverance tonight. You're going to be mad if you came for some charismatic, just, you just want to see people fall out. 
Now, I'm not saying what God not going to do, but what I'm telling you is open up your mind to God's vastness to how he is choosing to deliver. He's delivering people right now. Right? And depending on where you're standing, God is gracious. He'll deliver you without knocking you out. We on concrete. Come on. And he ain't waiting till we get carpet to get you free. You know what I'm saying? So don't come up in here for a show. If you really love Love Quest, come on the nights where we just praying. You need to get delivered tonight, whoever you are. Amen. Y'all with me? All right. Give you a couple scriptures. John chapter 1, starting at verse 4. Say four. I love it. I love it. Some of you intelligent people looked at me like I was crazy. I ain't saying foe. See, if you would have participated, maybe healing was in participation. I'm trying to tell you, man, I didn't been into some camp meetings where the man of God or the woman of God that has been already anointed, saturated in the anointing to go and orchestrate God's move, and you think it's going to come when they call you, hey, daughter, come here. The Lord says tonight, no, say foe. And then right there, it's not about saying foe, it's about obedience. It's about unity. The blessing is on unity, not constipation. Amen. Amen. In him was what? And the life was the what? Of what? Men, the life was the light of who? Men, verse next. And the light shines on in the darkness. Whatever you came to get free from tonight, guess what it is associated with? Darkness. And the light shines on in darkness, for the darkness has never overpowered it. Whatever you came in here with, it cannot outshine. It cannot keep light out. Okay? I need you to follow me. Put it out or absorbed it or appropriated it and is unreceptive to it. There came a man sent from God whose name was Terrence. Anybody got a problem with me inserting my name there? You got a problem. Because I'm sent from God. I don't know about you. I would like to think you've been sent from God. But that's your decision. This man came to witness that he might testify of the light. Ain't that what I'm here for? Ain't that what God brought me from California for? It's to testify that he's good, that he's able, that he's faithful, that he's strong, that he's mighty, that he's forgiving, that he's gracious, that he's merciful. I am here to testify of the light of my Savior. I don't know about yours, but mine did not stop working in the pandemic. My God still heals when it's super hot. It's folks in, in this world that walk for five hours in hotter weather than this with no shoes just to go where the presence of God is. What's wrong with you? You got water in the back. You in a tent. Joe Boozy saves self. 
Look what he said. He testifies so all men may believe. Now, if you open up yourself as the word of God is going forth, as we are testifying of his goodness, your faith increases. I want you to see this. The testifying is of the light. So as he testified of light, darkness had to flee. I'm going to show you tonight how God really wants to deliver, but it's going to take your participation. And for some, it's going to take a lot of mental focus. Okay? And it says through him, verse 8, he was not the light himself. Terrence was not the light, John was not the light, but came that he might bear witness regarding the light. There was the true light was then coming into the world, the genuine, perfect, steadfast light that illumines every person. He came into the world, and though the world was made through him, the world did not recognize him. This light, and it said the darkness. One thing we're going to do tonight is instead of focusing on what you need to be delivered from, we're going to focus on what you need to be delivered to based on what he has already said about you. You see the scripture, Elder John says, the light came. Which few scriptures before, that light was the word. In the beginning, the word was God and the word was with God. And that light came and darkness had to what? Flee. It sounds like light did not give darkness any attention. It just showed up. And it said that this light is in all men. That's why Jesus says, just let it shine. He didn't say create light. He said, I'm in you. Let it shine. So a part of tonight's moment of freedom is going to be you letting it shine. How do you let it shine? Like John the Baptist did. He testified of the light. And whatever darkness you are dealing with, according to the word, it can't stay. So the first step is I want us to get delivered from focusing on what I need to be delivered from. I didn't say ignore the facts of what you're dealing with. But I said stop focusing on what you need to be delivered from and who and what you're about to be delivered to. What scripture do I have to back that up? Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. He says, enter into his gates with what? Reminding him of how messed up you are. No. Of what? Thanksgiving. And into his courts with what? Praise. How many people know there's healing in his courts? There's deliverance in his courts. There's power in his courts. Right. So he said, if you believe that, just enter in praising him because everything you need is in his name. Yeah. Isaiah 65, 24. Say faith. That's all we're trying to do is build up our muscle right now. We're trying to build up our muscle right now. 
Isaiah 65 and verse 24. And I'm trying to help us pace ourselves a little bit. So when we turn up, don't nobody got to pass out. Ain't nobody in here wearing a three-piece suit like, like Oswald. And he chilling. He chilling. No fan, just chilling. And he got earplugs in. <laughs> you ready? And it shall be that before they, before they call, I will answer. Man, make me want to slap my mama right here. Oh, my God. Download on Spotify right now. Amen. I want you to read this. Out loud. Ready, read. And while. So you either believe the word or not. I want you to pay attention. The word is the light John was testifying about. And the light was the word that John was testifying about. He says, before y'all get ready to pray and, and approach me, I've already answered it. And even while you're talking. See, I'm trying to get us all in the posture, just run in like kids and just, just, ah, just grab it. Take it. He said it's yours. The Bible says I'm doing a new thing. Okay, follow me for a few moments. I'm doing a new thing. I don't know about you, but I like new stuff. Okay, some of y'all just deep. We're going with your old stinky stuff then, with your old, old ran down stuff then. You like ran down stuff. I like new stuff, right? And I wanted to tell somebody, whoever's struggling financially, don't you lose your desire for nice stuff just because you're in a season where you can't afford it. Don't let a season rob you from desire. You're in a season where God's developing character. How many people like new stuff? The Bible says I'm doing a new thing. Can I help some people? The, the Lord's not just about to give you a new relationship. Because some people get out of an old relationship and you still got the same kind of guy you like. You still got the same kind of girl you like. That, that one just didn't work. What if I told you that God's going to upgrade your taste buds? What if God, what, can you stand that God is about to change your mind to what you used to like five years ago? God about to give you a whole new groove about yourself. Come on. Hey, let God finish this season because you, you might settle for something and then a year from now, he going to change right in the middle of the relationship and you're going to wake up and what was fine last year going to be gorilla, gorilla next year. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, hey, there are seasons where God say, chill, I'm upgrading your taste buds. 
I'm upgrading your desires. I'm upgrading the things that you love. You didn't used to like walking. So the last guy came in your life, he was a hiker, and you was like, nah, boo-boo, I don't do hiking. Now, all of a sudden, you didn't fell in love with the trails, and now you got somebody that just want to sit at home on the Peloton. Don't say nothing, girl. Don't say nothing. I'm telling you, he's upgrading your desires. He's doing a whole new thing, Laura. He's doing a whole new thing, Nicole. He's doing a whole new thing. Why am I telling you this? It's because when we get back into worship, I want you to approach this like I do not want. Some of y'all came tonight asking him to restore something. What if I told you tonight, forget restoration. I want the new thing. I want a new thing. Forget restoration. I'm, I'm not being picky, God, but you told me you're doing a new thing. So if you got a new thing for me, forget the old thing. Bigger, better, double, triple, quadruple. Give me the new thing. Say, give me the new thing. Somebody, somebody the other day asked me to, asked me to come do a show. Next week. And if you hear, I'm sorry. Maybe this is the way you find it out. I'm not going to do it. But... <laughs> Pastor, crazy. <laughs> Here you go. Here you go. There comes a point where you got to stop settling. Because if you allow people to get familiar with you and treat you like, you, you, like your, your gifts, you just do carnivals. Or you just do youth groups. No, 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 no. I don't want to do, I'm not doing that no more. I, maybe you can't see the season where my anointing is, but, but I am, hey, hey, look, the kind of music I do don't work on amplified, two amplified 12s. I do hip-hop music, I need boom, and if you want the best out of me, I need to feel it. So don't be afraid. Ah! To say no because the equipment don't fit the gift. Say no, you're worth. No, you're worth, man. The world can't get yesterday's price. Ain't today's. How the world be getting this stuff before we do? We sitting here st settling because we just want people to know Jesus. But you can't give Jesus excellence. Yeah, I don't know who it is for, but where is it in the equation that the Lord wants you to pour out your oil and you go home with 250? $2.50. Okay. Now, I'm talking to people. Ask my wife. I've went through the character developing season. Anybody been with me? I didn't rock shows in front of 10 people like, like it was 10,000. 
for a slice of pizza. Drove all the way to Kelowna, remember? And we had a good attitude about it. And then here's the excuse. Because you prayed for one person and they cried you like God sent us all the way to Kelowna just for her. This is the scripture we forget. All things work together. <laughs> Let me not park there. All I'm telling you, God's doing a new thing. And if you don't want something back, you must want something better. So what if I challenge you tonight? Don't come to God crying for the old thing back. Or even something like it. Come to God for the new thing. Philippians 3, 12 through 16, he says, I press toward the mark of the what? High calling. He said, I have not yet even arrived, but I'm still pressing. Putting the old things behind, not focused on the old things, but I'm moving forward to the high calling. I'm here to let you know tonight you are coming before the Lord, pressing in for the high calling. You are a teacher in the body of Christ. You are a pastor. You are an evangelist. You are an apostle. You are a prophet. You do have ministry inside of you. You are a king. Wealth is yours. Your marriage can work. Go for the higher calling. Tonight we are going to be delivered from settling. Don't stop believing he's a healer tonight. He is still a healer. He's still a deliverer. He's still a way maker. He's still a promise keeper. God still is. You just been asking to be healed. God trying to give you brand new skin. He's trying to give you a brand new mind. He's trying to give you a brand new friend. He's trying to give you a brand new business. Believe big. The woman with the issue of blood did not just get healed. The Bible said he made her whole and, and gave back everything she lost. So God, if you want to restore, you go ahead. But I want the highest. I deserve top shelf because the blood ain't cheap. I'm not just believing for your husband to come to church. Bull crap. I'm believing for your husband to respond to the pastoral call, the evangelistic call on his life. I'm believing for you to get back where you belong in the body of Christ. Don't be satisfied just coming to church. Some of you, God said tonight, he is, he is restoring and refreshing. Some of you used to see yourself pastoring. Used to see yourself preaching the gospel. But moments like the pandemic, you didn't allow the Philistine spirit to throw dirt on your well. You didn't got yourself punked out of your call. But it's too late. Grandmama prayed for you. God already said it. You used to be on fire to be a worship leader, to be on the worship team, to serve in the house of God. 
to make a lot of money to be a blessing to people. And now you settling. God is restoring vision back. He's restoring the reason why you started in the first place. He's restoring the fire you once had. Some of y'all used to go to Sunday school. You used to love going to church. The devil is a lie. I'm sorry you had a, a bad religious experience, which lets me know you haven't had a good relationship experience. I'm talking about get back in relationship with the Lord. Well, I don't like religion. Well, everybody got a religion. Even if you don't believe in nothing, that's a religion. The gym is a religion. Especially if you serve it more than you do your creator. I don't like organized religion, but you like an organized job. <laughs> and you go to it religiously. I'm be delivered from being a slave tonight. And then I want to bring this point out. I do believe in the casting out of devils. Okay? 100%. There are some foul spirits. There are some demonic spirits. There are some Jezebels. There are some, there, there are some spirits that for sure need to be handled. Number one, when I look at Jesus' walk, he never went demon hunting. But because of the presence he cultivated, the demonic couldn't stay quiet around them. He dealt with them when they manifested. He understood his authority. You ready? Bring it down. Bring it down. That sounds real good. Like you ready for the bay during Christmas. Amen. Go ahead with a little. Go ahead. A little less. A little less. Amen. Hallelujah. A little less. A little less. One more less. There we go. Amen. I want to see something. Peter was full of hastiness, quick-tempered, and a coward. Saul was a murderer. We see Jesus come across prostitutes. Oh, you're talking about prostitution. That's foul spirits. We see Lazarus had severe greed issues. We see Zacchaeus, the tax collector. And tax collectors at the time was known to be cheats, take advantage of people. And then we see David, who was a murderer, an adulteress, but ended up being a man after God's own heart. And his tabernacle should be rebuilt. His pattern of worship is what we all stand on in Jesus. I want you, I want to follow. I want you to follow. I believe 100% in the casting out of devils. Okay? But I also understand who the truth set free. If the truth will set you free, you're what? Free indeed. So you can have a demon be casted out in one minute. Boom, gone. But then the Bible says they come right back to see if you filled it with anything. The greatest kind of deliverance is when the word drives it out. 
Because if the word gets in it and it drives it out, then the word is home now. So if you come here just to be boom, demon cast out, but you don't want to follow Jesus. That's why when Jesus healed people, he said, follow me. When he freed people, he said, follow me. If you don't have it made up in your mind to follow Jesus, get a part, get rooted in a church, be accountable, have some accountability partners, be disciple, then guess what? You're going to end up back, and the Bible says, worst off. All the people I just named, you ready? You ready for this? All the people I just named, none of them Jesus casted out a demon. And I would say most people in here got some of those people's issues. More than lunatic, more than legion. The, we, we seen Jesus heal people more than he casted out demons. We seen people walk past people who was oppressed more than he stopped for them. Blind Bartimaeus had to scream for Jesus. The lepers had to run and find Jesus. What am I trying to tell you? Is his grace is way bigger than any exorcism show you're looking for. What he's looking for is your willingness and your obedience to surrender it all at his feet. I 100%. As we're worshiping and things manifest, we going to deal with it. And let me tell you, this place is safe. Not just because we got strong men and women, but the word, this foundation is safe. So nothing going to get goofy. And if it get goofy, it's going to get right back in line. So when I'm telling you, you are free to go after what God has promised you. But also what I don't want you to get caught up on is thinking that the only people that need to be delivered is crazy people who done lost their mind. No, it's some of y'all cute faces who come to church and act like you got it all together. But you got idols. You're unequally yoked with ungodly people. You do your little secret thing on the computer. Right? You're you a womanizer. In the world, nothing wrong with it. You know what I'm saying? I got, man, I'm supposed to try, test drive it. Says who? And you can't test drive a car for six months or a year. Yeah, you're going, yeah, that's jail time. You, you, yeah, you're going to jail. You take a car for that long. What you test driving? If you got the spirit of God with you, you know if that's the one on the first date. And if you really connected, you got some, you know what I'm saying, at the conversation, you asked the right questions at the church. Some of y'all playing around. Some of you just beautiful, but so lustful. So you ain't hiding. Some of you, you flattery, you a, you a flirt. Not at church, but when you go out, you know the right shirt to wear. You know the low one. Right? You know what the heels do. 
You see the calf muscles, right? Hey, it's some women that do walk like this, though. You know what I'm saying? It's okay. Amen. <laughs> All right. What I'm letting you know, I'm about to read a list. <laughs> I'm about to bring the list out. I'm about to bring the hit list. Don't take it personal. It's not you. It's the spirit behind you. I'm just making you aware that the enemy, got, he, he, got, he, got some, he got some hitters out there, and I just don't want you ignorant. So at least when you walk out of here today, you can be like, come on with me. I'm, I'm going to still hang out with you for a few more. I'm going to test drive you for a little bit. Okay? There's a spirit of despair over some people. You're just always down. And you have a moment where you up but easily pulled down. Whether it's anxiety, depression, worry. You're always just worried about if it's going to work out, what I got to do. You can never just uh, uh, enjoy the blessing of today. I just said a mouthful. The blessing of right now. No bombs going over my head. It's hot, but I got fans and water. I'm in the house of God getting the word without a threat to lose my life for the gospel's sake. It's so much to be grateful for. But you're a person that it seems like there's a dark cloud over you all the time. A spirit of death. You struggling between living and dying too much. You contemplate dying. I'm not saying you're suicidal. I'm saying you think about death. Those are two different things. God wants to break that from over your life tonight. Anybody that makes an agreement with depression and anxiety in any, that is wrong. That is not God's best. It doesn't mean you don't need therapy. Because I believe therapy can be used as a strategy. But what I'm telling you is you don't walk around putting on the cloak of anxiety and then just throw in the towel and say, this is me for the rest of my life. And then everybody you associated with is held captive because you don't want to get out your pit. And then if they talk in faith, something wrong with them because they're not feeling sorry for you. That is not an attribute of God to feel sorry for people. <laughs> Why should he feel sorry for people when he could deliver them? Hallelujah. Infirmities. You get out of one sickness, you enter another one. You're always sick. You got a little cold, next thing you got headaches. It's always something. It's a spirit of infirmity that is haunting you. And I want you to look back. It probably was up on mom. It probably was up on somebody you can point to. It was in the bloodline. Mama always sick. Daddy always sick. Despair in my house. There's a dark cloud in my house. I walk in my house out of a place, and you can feel it because you come here, and it's like joy, 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 joy. Down in my heart, then you walk in the house, and you got to actually, you find yourself having to turn the light down. 
who live in that house. Keep your hands down. Keep your hands down. Right? Keep your hands down. Rage. Oh, it, oh when it's good, you're good. Don't nobody know you're crazy when it's good. Will somebody push that button? Bible said it's cool to be angry, sin not. But rage, when you just black out, you lose it. You're like, what happened? That's the what happened was. It's something that controls you. You can be angry and still have self-control and say the right things while angry. But some of you deal with rage, and you could probably look back and be like, Oh, my dad was abusive. I didn't get the love I deserve. And then especially in marriages, you know what I mean? I, I don't want to have the church where families have to come into church and never be, they never get free from the bondage at home. Can I help our church tonight? And while you hallelujah in, The kids is like, please, that ain't how you just talk to mama. And so the kids can't wait. They trying. Ain't no devil going to make me come to a place where freedom is and then go back home bound with my whole family. Ain't no husband in here going to let his family go back home bound. I don't care if your wife don't want to come to the altar. As the leader of your house, the man needs to come to the altar. Who first at the wedding at the altar? The man. And you told her, Daddy, you was going to take her hand, which means you're going to lead her. Into the things of God. So if you're a husband here tonight and your household, I don't, I'm not asking you about your business, but your household do not reflect your praise at church. Fight for your family, fellas. The spirit of murder. You get to that point of rage, you just feel like killing. You just, last uh, flood the valley, that came up. It's a real thing. You've been thinking thoughts. You're like, oh, I just want to. Or you be driving and you're thinking about driving off the. We got to get rid of that. Divination. I'm a diva. No. Flattery. Leviathan. Leviathan. There's this spirit that's constantly choking the life out of you. You got a leadership call on your life, and it's constantly choking the hope. It's, it's nasty. It's slivery. It defiles your holy thoughts. In secret, you can get nasty with people if accountability is not around. It could also turn out to be sexual. You're used to bring leaders, male leaders down. 
oh, let me, let me, tell, let me, you know what I mean? It, it's adultery involved in with Jezebel and with Leviathan. It's you, you, you marry a man with a call on his life or a woman with a call on their life, and you wreak havoc, or or you you know how to tear someone down with words. There's manipulation involved. You know how to get your way to the top. Pharmacia, I don't care if you do got a card for marijuana. The card don't validate your addiction. I don't care if it is over-the-counter drugs. It wasn't made for you to depend on them. The spirit of pharmacia, any type of drugs. A foul spirit that can afflict the mind and the soul of man. These foul spirits are responsible for unclean thoughts, immoral acts, depression, oppression. You hear me? A foul spirit is responsible for depression. You can't break the cycle of depression and anxiety. The Lord wants to free you from that tonight. Addiction. Every idol. You ready? Vancouver is one of the most highly saturated places when it comes to New Age, witchcraft, and I want to, Kundalini, sorcery, divination, witchcraft, black magic, white magic, voodoo, manipulation, lying, greed. You fooled around with Ouija boards and you've channeled spirits. Let me tell you something. If you've channeled spirits and ain't never turned the channel, Tonight, we're we going to turn the channel. There's nothing but destruction before you. A religious spirit. A deaf spirit. When I say a deaf spirit, I'm not talking about you can't physically hear. What I'm talking about when it comes to truth, you shut it out. You can't hear accountability. You, can't, you misconstrue truth. Right, you come Sunday after Sunday after Sunday, get the word, and it ain't penetrating. There's a deaf spirit that's, that's robbing you from allowing the truth to get into the places that need to be challenged and changed. Are you a murmurer? Are you a complainer? Are you a gossiper? Then, then, then demonic entities use your tongue. Sowing discord. I don't know about you. But are you a person that always have to find something wrong? That's not of God. And the list goes on. An orphan spirit. You got some trust issues. You never feel at home. Your bags are packed. You always feel like... This too good to be true. Somebody going to abandon me. Somebody going to leave me. And especially people who have to separate from parents who maybe don't even know their parents. But an orphan spirit. A rebellious spirit. An independent spirit. A wandering spirit. Double-mindedness. You can never just fix your focus. Any mental diseases, any mental diseases. You know what I found out is a mental disease? Can I just help somebody tonight? Overthinking. <laughs> you ever overthink yourself out of the right decision? Okay. 
All right. Narcissism. You always right. Manic depressive. Greed. And the list can go on and on and on. I, made the li- I, I gave you the list so that you can allow the Holy Spirit to deal with you. But what our approach is tonight is to focus on the light. Because as the scripture said in the beginning, when the light comes in, darkness has to what? Flee. Do I have any worshipers in here? Do I have anyone that be- that's believing a little bit more than when they walked in here. Now, this is a special night. For those, for anybody that don't need help at all in your life, you don't need prayer, you don't need God to move, you don't need God to do anything, maybe this isn't the night for you. But we've created a space so that people could just focus on laying it all down. Laying it all down. You can get on your knees, you can, we put these mats up here for a reason if you want to come and pray up here. And we'll just see what God has to say, what God has to do, and then we'll go home. The only expectation I have is for God to heal, deliver, and set free. But what I do know is he will not push past your unwillingness to receive what he has. The question that he asked last night is what do you want? How many people took that homework last night and you came tonight? with a clear mind of what you want. And I'm saying to the rest of you, if there was one thing that you need to leave from this place with, I'm asking you to go after it. Don't go after feelings. Just trust that God, as you are requesting it, and even before, he's already sent the answer. What you need is already here. And you are part of a church that will continuously help you walk your freedom out. Lift your hands right where you are. Worship team, lift your hands right where you are, guys. Lift your hands right where you are. Thank you so much for joining us for this week's podcast. Make sure you like and subscribe on all of your favorite streaming platforms and follow us on social media. You can find us on IG and Facebook at LoveQuestINTL Church. We out here. But you know what it is. You know the motto. We out of time, but we ain't out of Jesus. So till next time, get your love fixed, man.